So yeah, episode number two. Not your average bear podcast. This is Ryan Smith. Um, I've known him for I don't know years? eight years, probably yeah, ish six yeah. six years. I don't know six to eight, whatever it is. We met in high school. Um, yeah, introduce yourself a bit. Yeah, um, I'm Ryan. Let's see, I'm studying here at the U with Tyler. We're studying in college together. Studying chemistry, uh, specifically biological and organic chemistry. Uh, we went to the same high school together. We did a bunch of... We weren't actually really friends in, in, in high school. Like, we did similar activities, but I wouldn't have considered him a, a close friend. We were like acquaintances yeah, or acquaintances like... is a good word. Somebody in high school you knew and you said hi to in the hall. Yeah, yeah. That was about it. Yeah. Um, until we became roommates. Yeah, and then roommates, we've... we've become pretty good friends yeah it's been it's been a fun I don't know what year and a half two years yeah almost two years almost two years yeah it's crazy um went to the same high school what was your high school experience so my high school experience I was I was a pretty nerdy kid uh, still am but I was probably known as the nerd and especially in health classes I was always the considered one of the smarter ones in the class which which was interesting like that brought me respect and I feel like it wasn't very bullied for for that which I think was great in our high school I feel like there was very little bullying there, like in high school there was n- like I mean there was a little things here and there but yeah. in middle school I felt like it was I was very much bullied really but once I got to high school, I think that's why I liked high school so much yeah. better was because I wasn't bullied. Yeah. And I had more friends and I was doing more things. Yeah, that's yeah, and I think that's a lot of the reasons why people don't like high school is cuz their experiences are are quite different. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we 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 were definitely lucky to have high school experiences that that weren't I guess what's the word for that? They were pretty positive yeah. experiences. And to give context to our high school experience, um, we grew up in Riverton, which is a very middle class, middle class, Caucasian community. I think we had, I don't know, maybe like four black kids. Eh, probably more than four. Like more than four. But out of like. 3,000 people, or 2,000 people, there was maybe what? No more than 5%. Yeah. No more than 5% were non-Caucasian. Yeah. Maybe, so, so maybe like 100, and, 100 to 200 kids at max yeah. in our high school were either Polynesian, Hispanic, Hispanic Asian, Asian, or... African-American. African-American. And then the rest were white. Um, Very religious. Um, Both of us are um, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and grew up in religion. I think the statistic was like 50 to 60%. In high school? In our high school. Really? Which is different. Which is low. Like in Utah in general, I feel like it's 70 yeah, it, yeah, it's pretty low. It's pretty low for a 
for Utah, especially, which was interesting. Um, I didn't really notice anything. No. Pretty average high school experience in that regard. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's very different other places, but I thought it was a very middle class, very, what you'd expect from that. Yeah. Um, I felt like our school had, had a large emphasis on helping others and doing good. Mm -hmm. Um, the biggest thing, you're wearing the sweatshirt. I am wearing the sweatshirt. Ryan's wearing a Riverton Silver Rush. What were your memories of Silver Rush? Ah, Silver Rush was awesome. I rem- so, so it, for those of you who are listening, Silver Rush was a charity drive that we did every December for, I think, three weeks in December. Mm-hmm. And I think we're one of the top five charity... Like, we raise enough money to be in the top five of high schools in the whole nation for amount raised. And the years we we were at Riverton, we broke $100,000 every mm-hmm. year. And it's been going up ever since. I think I think last year they just broke two hundred thousand. Really, which so, is awesome. It's incredible. So yeah, and, and they've raised for children in foster care. They've raised for deaf children, and they've raised for. I think we did wheelchairs. Wheelchairs one, one year for disabled children. Most of the projects are, are for children and, and younger families, I guess. And it was just an activity that brought everybody together, and I feel like it was a time where, especially people that didn't have, like, people to be with, mm-hmm. it was very, like, everybody join. It was very Please welcoming. Join. Yeah. Anyone and everyone participated. And it brought people together that wouldn't normally be together. Yeah, because I you'd think. have, like, odd jobs where we'd go in groups of 10... 12 kids around the neighborhoods knocking on doors mm-hmm. and you just be in that group for a few hours each night and and you just talk with them and get make friends essentially it's a great way to make friends right um and I, I don't think that happens a lot of places like a lot no. of places have these like charity drives at the at in december mm-hmm. but to the scale and to the, like the driving force that Silver oh, Rush is, is incredibly different. Yeah, it was very different. Um, in a very good way. Because, like Ryan said, we were we were top five in the nation, um, and like definitely number one in the state. Oh, easily, yeah. Um, no one came close. No, nobody came came close. I mean, we we are we were a big high school. Yeah. But it was like. But you, there are big ones around. Like, but there were big bigger, high school ra- high schools around, and a lot of them were like, they were breaking records, and when they were breaking records, they were making like thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and it's just like. It was a lot uh, smaller, and I don't think it it raised a big enough community in that in those schools. Yeah, and I think one of the huge contributors to that, to that was the community because, partly being middle class. Um, a lot of people had the ability to donate. Right. And and that helped us definitely a, a, a ton. I think that's where a lot of our success came from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the community was very, very supportive of, of, of the high school, I guess. Which was great. Okay, with teachers in the mm-hmm. high school, what was your experience like... So, the majority of the teachers I had were 
very sympathetic and and they they enjoyed what they did. I could tell that the subjects they taught were they found interest in them. Like like a lot of the coach I I luckily didn't have a lot of coach teachers, which I feel like in those situations can be a little less um, interactive and a little less passionate. But the ones that I had, I personally love ninety five percent of the teachers that I had. There might have been a couple that I didn't like, but that's just probably their personalities or 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 they were just older and so they weren't as they enthusiastic weren't as, yeah yeah it's a good word enthusiastic so I, I personally love and one of the things I liked about the teachers a lot of them built personal relationships with students which like they became mentors essentially which in high school is great because that's before you go to college if you if you can learn how to be with a mentor and have a mentor I think it helps you a lot later along your life in your life where you need to look for more mentors in different aspects right so I remember one Miss Waite she was she was my health science teacher she taught anatomy she was the HOSA uh, supervisor I guess and so she was all about health and I in high school I was really interested in health and she helped push me to to um, do like certain programs she even provided letters of recommendation when I needed them and she even she even um, nominated me for for an award for 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 the way I acted in her like the way I tutored people in her anatomy class. So she was very she was very um, helpful and she was a great mentor for me. I I, I treasure her very highly. Um, I think like for me, part of the reason I'm going into the major I'm going into I'm going to electrical engineering and. Part of the reason I'm here is because of the math mm. like sector program. Yeah, math the program, math program was at, great. At um, at Riverton High School because it was it was phenomenal. Um, the teachers cared. The teachers went. I I feel like they went above and beyond. Definitely. And they like they genuinely cared about what they were teaching, and they thought a lot about what they were teaching, and they. I feel like they understood where the students were at. Yeah. Um, I think both my teachers had taught for well over like 20 years, though. Really? Yeah, um, they were pretty experienced. So they were experienced, and I was taking upper division math classes pretty, or well, my junior and senior year. So I think also all the students there like, we were still high school students, but we were all there, and we knew what we were doing there, and we, we cared. Um, I, I don't think, I don't know if it was because of the students and the teacher that it was so productive and so good, or if it was just because we just had phenomenal teachers. Yeah. That's like your experience. You were in upper division classes, and I was in relatively upper division. I wasn't as high as you were. But I feel like that also contributed to your, um, I guess, what you thought of the other students, how how they. Yeah. Because I feel in like the lower classes, there were definitely there are definitely students that weren't as. They like they did the math because they had to take it to graduate, and they weren't very enthusiastic. And like my junior and senior year, I felt like I was very much like, middle of the road, or even a little bit lower than middle of the road. For the classes I was in. In the class, yeah. And 
I enjoyed that because it made me have to push a little bit harder. Um, and, I mean, it turned out well. Yeah. Ended up passing both AP exams. Yeah, that's, that's and great. It, it, it was half of my effort, but I really, like, my effort was poor in high school. Yeah, mine was too. And a lot of it was because of the teachers, and they were, like, they're striving to put forth the material. Yeah, they were great. I loved the teachers there. Um, one of the teachers I had for two years, and he just passed away last year. Um, and that was really sad for me because he he was so enthusiastic for teaching math, and, and it was largely because of him um, that I grew to love math so much. Um, if you ask my parents, I always loved math. Um, this is so nerdy. In, when I was, uh, in church sometimes, I would, uh, get on a scratch paper and most kids would draw and I would write numbers down and, like, be adding and multiplying <laughs> and dividing awesome. things. That's very funny. And so... Sometimes I can be pretty quick with my numbers, and that, I think that's partially why it's because yeah, it I would just literally just sit there and write. I don't, I don't do that anymore. I wish I kind of did, because then I would be even better. Okay. Some of the science teachers were iffy. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> uh, some, I mean, just one in particular, we, we just didn't learn what we were supposed to. Um, I think she was later fired. Really? Or resigned, or... Nice. Something happened where we no longer had a teacher, and then we had to relearn chemistry. Oh man! Yeah, it was great. That's terrible. It was not great at all. Um, marching band. Marching band. So me and Ryan did. You did it, just two years. I did two years. Yeah. So sophomore and junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. Well, I technically did it four years. Did it one year in college. Um. But I did three years in high school. Oh, also, with our high school, we, before we jump into marching band, mm-hmm. we were only high school for th- three years, kind of. We had four years in, in of high school, but only three years of that was in a high school. Oh, yeah, because ninth grade, we're typically in the rest of the nation. It's, it's ninth through twelfth. And in Utah, it's tenth through twelfth. Yeah, which... School. I mean, like, but our grades for ninth grade still counted yeah, they, towards they high school. jumped over, too. So. But it was in the middle school. What did you think of that? I mean, it was fine. I, I feel like the high school is more mature. Yeah. Due to that, which I like personally. I, I wonder if I would have had a better experience if, I would, if ninth grade would have been in high school. In that high school. But yeah. I, I, really, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It would, it would be weird. Um, I think by ninth grade I was really done with the kids around me. Yeah. And. Yeah, it was. It, I was a bit more mature than, a lot of. I think my maturity. Went up really high when I was in. Middle school. And then when I got into high school, it went down. Nice. And then plateaued. That's 
and then I think it's it's probably a little bit higher than it was in high school, but at times it can it, it can dip back <laughs> it down. It fluctuates. <laughs> it fluctuates. So. Um, what do you have anything to say on the in marching band? Or no, on the three oh. three year. On the three year, just tenth through twelfth. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was fine. You also went to a different middle school, didn't you? Yeah, to charter school for middle school. How was that? It was interesting. It was really small. Like, my entire grade was, I think, 50 students. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it was tiny. And we, I was with them, like, from from fourth grade until ninth grade. It was the same kids, basically. Same 50 Wait, kids. from fourth to ninth grade? Because mm-hmm, in elementary and the middle school. Crazy. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. But I, I thought it was great. Like... I had friends there. And, like, they had their cliques, obviously. They were, like, cliques of ten, ten kids each. But Wait, so did you start music there? Yeah, yeah. What was the music like there? The music program was really poor. <laughs> it wasn't good. I mean, I'm, I, it'd be pretty hard to have a good music program with yeah, only, like... It was, it was terrible, honestly. What, like, a hundred kids, maybe? Yeah. And not even, like, yeah, very few people did music. Like, we didn't have any classes. Or, like, our, our instrument classes, like our symphonic band, our band classes, I guess you could say, were early morning classes. Like, you didn't get credit for them. Wow. And, yeah, it was just, like, a, a extracurricular activity. That's just crazy. Yeah. So it was interesting. But it it was a cool it was it was fun it was a really close group and like even though though there were cliques, there was general respect for everyone which I loved that Dude. was great. So, you did it before school. Yeah, in um, the mornings. In the morning. Mm. Like how early was that? Ooh, let's see if school start what school starts at seven thirty. Right? Yeah, like seven twenty-five. Seven twenty-five. I think. We, at least high school started at yeah. 7.25. I think, I think the charter school did, too. I think I started, got there at 6.30. I don't even, like... Might have, it was 6.50, I remember. 6.50 in the morning, you'd be there, play for, what, 40, 40, 50 minutes for band class, and then go to the rest of school. If I had a class at... It wasn't, it wasn't every day, though. It was, like, I don't remember how many days a week. Even, like, 7.30. I would, <laughs> I would be dying. Yeah. Uh... It's just, that's just so early to me now. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. But, like, for five years of my life, I nearly woke up before 8 a.m. Yeah. I mean, the, besides the weekends. For yeah. two years of my life, I definitely woke up before 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, marching March band. Yeah. How was that? I thought it was great. Because I think my experience and your experience was pretty different. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what your experience was like, but mine was... Hey, because Tyler was in drumline and I was in um, brass. Yeah, what instrument did you play? So I played trumpet. Yeah, okay. So, and trumpets are, are notorious for being <laughs> for being a little... Uh, snooty. Yeah, snooty, narcissistic, cocky. Coffee, and we definitely had we definitely word. had a lot of those, and I was kind of an outlier there, which was there yeah. there were others like me. But not not all of them were no, but there there was like how many how many was were on the 
Oh. Trumpet line? Six or eight. And so maybe like... I think eight. So three or four of them were... Yeah, about half of them were... Fit the stereotype, and then half were somewhere else. Yeah. On a different spectrum. Yeah. But, no, it was, it was fun. It was... Like you, like you, yeah, you were in your your section, but you're also you also hung out with the rest of the other wind players, and so it was fun. It was, it was a, a definitely a larger group than drumline. Yeah. Would so would you hang out with like the whole winds? So we kind of we kind of had our clicks, right? Like, within the entire wind section, you had our clicks. So I hung out with like a couple of baritones, a couple of mellophones. Um, some saxophone players. Like, it was just kind of everyone. Little bits of everyone. Okay, first names only. Who, like, who were the people that you were hanging out with the most? Besides Amber. <laughs> Besides Amber. <laughs> uh, let's see, Nick. Um, Emily. Um, Spencer. Um, oh, what's her name? See, it's been so long. It's been forever. Solana, that's her name. Oh, yeah. Solana. She's married now. Yeah, she got married a while ago. Um, Solana. What are some other sex friends? Devin. Oh, yeah, Devin uh, was really cool. Nathan. Or, no, Aaron. Taylor was one of them. Did you ever hang out with people, like, outside of Marching Band? That's a good question. Because I really didn't. Yeah, I... I mean, people in the health... In, like, in HOSA... And, like, the health, um, what do you call it? They didn't really have a health program, but there were classes. And kind of the same people took the same classes. So that kind of group of people I hung out with sometimes. But not, like, never, I never went to their houses hardly or have them come over. Like, we never hung out outside of school, I guess is a good way to put it. Which is super interesting, right? Because that was the same way for me. Yeah. And it's like, I was super close with these people, but I never hung out with them. Yeah. I, I don't even know who I hung out with out of school, outside of school. I mean, like I... really hung out with people. I have a best friend, Gavin. Yeah. I hung out with him. He was in your neighborhood, though, right? Yeah, and he was in the neighborhood. And I mean, like... Um, I think I hung out more with, like, outside of school with friends from my church instead of friends from school. I would agree. Because a lot of... Like, because that was interesting, like, friends from church, you didn't, they had their own cliques, too, in high school, so, like, in high school, we didn't really, I didn't really hang out with them, but, like, outside of high school, like, we'd hang out. So, it was a different, it was definitely interesting. But what was interesting is, like... Oh, we did talk about, like, if you hung out with uh, people outside of marching band. That was the question. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I, mean, I, I Not didn't. really. No, I didn't really, at all. Um... And at school, like, you'd always hang out in the band room. What what was interesting was I... Because I I see two people from Drumline. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I've seen two people in the past year Uh from Drumline and, like, um, Ryan. On campus? No. Oh, just Um, outside of high school. Yeah, I saw saw Ryan. You know which Ryan I'm talking about. Not the Ryan sitting right here. No, different Ryan. Different Ryan on the Drumline. Um, and uh, he's doing well and it's it's just interesting to see him because I, I feel like we grew up and it's just like 
I, I kind of expect these people to be drastically different. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay. oh, we're, we're, we're so similar. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if he sees the same thing in me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm assuming he does. And it's just like, I have so much more knowledge and so much more experience. Mm-hmm. But I'm still very much the same did person. You see, did you see Gus today? Oh, yeah. yeah I see him. So I guess he wasn't... You, Really but like from he, the drum line, and I probably knew Gus better than, than you did. But yeah, it's 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 different. It's interesting. And it, it was interesting. Like in high school, I didn't really have. I had a few good friends. Yeah. Um. There was like four people that I would, or wait, three people that I would consider were like good friends. Mm-hmm. One of them I've been really bad about. <laughs> I haven't talked to in since since high school. Oh, that's not good. And then one of them I haven't talked to in like six months. <laughs> no, I don't think I've talked to him since last summer. Oh, man. But like, we just like, I don't know. Because he's married. They're all married. Okay, that plays a big factor. They're all married besides me. Oh, well. Um, there's one, my, um, my best friend growing up, I, I definitely keep in contact with all the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. All the time. Like, at least once a month, usually we send text out and have a conversation. Um, and then every probably two months. Lately, we've been, we haven't hung out a lot, but usually we do stuff every once in a while. Um, yeah. People need to stop getting married. All my friends are getting married. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, man. We're so young. That's hard. I'm 22. You're 23. You're 23. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much older. So much older. So much wiser. <laughs> All that life experience. All that life experience. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Like, what about it? Um, so you're getting married. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Um, this is an interesting interesting thing it's definitely different um so where'd you meet her okay so i lived in i served on a a a really a proselyting mission that's a good way to put it a proselyting mission for two years in columbia south america and i met her down there while i was Serving that mission. It was love at first sight. No, no, not even close. <laughs> not even close. So she was kind of investigating the the church, and and we'd kind of teach her as missionaries. But I just kind of always saw her as just a another. I guess like I'd consider her a member of the church. Like at that time, she wasn't then, but she got, later got baptized after I left that city. But I'd consider her just like another member, and and, and we'd teach her and hung out with her. I not hung out with her. We we'd teach her. And, and that was really about it. But then when I got home from my mission, um, we, I just kind of text. I just texted her asking, "Hey, how are you doing? How's how's your life? What have you been up to?" Because in the mission, we're not allowed to message people within the mission. So essentially, it was just that's, no contact. That's changed a lot now. Has it changed? Yeah, I mean, like you can. I'm pretty sure. You can really? keep in contact, like, if you, if, through Facebook and stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, through social media. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can keep up with the people yeah. now. But in, in my mission, we didn't have that. It was, it was very different. But then, so we got, I got home from mission, 
started talking to her. And we just kind of became friends. Like, we just text every day. We'd have phone calls at night, just talking sometimes. And is who was the who was the first person to like? Because I'm I'm assuming at first there was no like intent, Mm-mm. and then at some point who was the first? Oh, like, to, it was her. It was 100%. her. So, yeah. yeah. So like, so we that was in March, and then March of a couple years ago. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, and then in probably September ish. Like, we're just talking on the phone, and then she tells me that she likes me. And and I told her I didn't like her. Oh, no. And, yeah, and she was, like, she started crying, and it was bad. Like, it was not good. But I didn't, I didn't want to lead her on, either. So, I'm like, I just straight up, like, I'm sorry I don't share those feelings with you. And, like, we stayed friends, and I think she always had that hope. But then, um, in December of 2017, I took my parents down to Columbia, to show them kind of the cities that I was, I lived in, and she we met her down there and she helped us around one of the cities. We we did some activities with her and and just being there with her helped me like like I realized some stuff that I didn't um, see in her before because like being with someone is very different than talking to them on the phone. Right, and also like being a missionary, you're under very strict like yeah, it's pretty strict you being don't really a missionary. Get to know people. And especially knowing me, knowing Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's a very, um, introverted. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. But like, Ryan follows the rules. He's a good um, guy. Yeah. And he he tries to do the good thing. And uh, so I know I don't I don't think he had any intent on his mission of doing <laughs> no, zero of like finding a girlfriend and doing that stuff. And no. it's not to say that all missionaries that come from our church are that way. But that's that's the hope. Yeah. Is that uh, that they don't have that intent. Yeah. And so what, what? What? So you went out. So yeah, and so, like she was just like when we I kind of planned this trip like she helped us plan it, and and she was hoping like she picked us up at the airport and and all that stuff. She really wanted to meet my parents, and and she was hoping the whole time that we'd kind of like um, that something would happen. I guess. I just kind of like, well, and I was pretty, he- the reason I was hesitant was because I didn't want a long distance relationship like that. Like, it, it right. sucks. Like, it's terrible. Like, 2,500 miles away, like, different schedules, like, time schedules. Like, it's, it's, it's intense. And I just didn't want that. Like, it was, like, it's just too much stress. <laughs> and just, like, visas and all the stuff we're going through now <laughs> is what, what I was hesitant about. But... We just kind of talked it out, and, and I said, you know what, well, you know, let's try it. Like, I really like you as a friend, and I like you as a person, and I think we work well together, because she, she's, like, my polar opposite, like, 100%. Like, you can't find anyone who's more opposed, personality-wise, than, than her. Personality-wise, okay. Yeah, like, if you're from the Myers-Briggs, I'm, a, like, a ISTJ, and she's an ENFP. Like, aren't you an ENFP? Yeah, I'm an ENFP. Yeah. Which means I'm very... I don't know if I will say I'm very extroverted, but I but, I find it easy to talk to people, and it's yeah. not. And she's very much like it. So I think that's also why we're good friends, too, is because we balance each other. Yeah. And, like, it's weird to me when I think of people. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, like, they talk to, pe- they talk to me all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. So, which, yeah. Is, which is interesting. 
but yeah, so we're polar opposites, which is, it's, it's interesting at times. It's definitely hard, but there's also a lot of benefits. Um, so yeah, so in December, I said, we kind of said, you know, whatever, like we had our first kiss. Um, she kissed me first, by the way. I was, Ooh. I was planning on it. I was planning on it because we were, we were dancing and like I said, okay, once this next type of song, which is like a club, like bachata, you know, bachata yeah. is, once the next bachata song comes on, which is more like intimate dance, like I'll, I'll kiss her. But I was waiting, waiting and one didn't come and then finally she couldn't wait and she kissed me and it was cool. But yeah, so since then we, we started dating and went back to the States and just dating long distance and went back in June of the next year. And proposed to her, cause like we 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 became boyfriend girlfriend, and then a few months into that, we like we just kind of said, hey, like, do we want to get married? Like, where do we see our future? I guess, and we kind of talked about that, and and decided we wanted to, and and. I mean, I knew at some point in twenty eighteen that like it was super serious because, I mean, from time to time I can hear you talking, and like usually I can't hear what you're talking about, but yeah. like I can clearly hear that you're speaking in Spanish. Yeah, you can kind of hear the tone of the conversation. And I'm just like, well, okay. Like, what I do mean, you like, think? Yeah, because well, your your room's right next to mine. What do you think of our conversations? Well, I'm I, sure you I mean, hear I can't. Something. Usually, I won't. I won't hear it because I usually have headphones on. Oh, okay. And but like the times that I do hear, it, like the the most memorable times are when you like you study scriptures or you you quote scriptures to her. Oh, like we'll read scriptures together. I don't know why, it's because you, like, read them in a tone that, like, just pierces my wall, and I'm like, (laughs) what's happening? That's funny. Um, Do you hear when we pray sometimes? Because it's that same tone sometimes. No. No. No, it's, it's, the most of the time, it's just, like, scriptures. And we don't do that very often. It's not very often, so I usually don't hear conversation. That's funny. Um, We have conversations every night. Yeah, and, like, I... because I knew how often you were having conversations, I'm like, that, they have to be, they have to be pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I proposed to her in June, and then we're working on, we've been working on visa stuff ever since then, and she's got an interview next Tuesday. So in a week. Hoping for the best. To get the visa so she can come up and we can get married. So we're awesome. super excited. It's a huge financial responsibility. It's been crazy paying for school and, and everything that's... But it's been it's been a roller coaster ride, but we're getting through it. It's Holy been crap, it's been, been a learning experience. Been talking for forty minutes. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm getting married. <laughs> getting married. That's so awesome. Yeah. And like I I look at marriage. I don't like. One day I know it'll happen, but I don't have any plans. Yeah, and I didn't either. Like when I in high school, I had a, a girlfriend. Like she won't say we were boyfriend girlfriend. I had a girlfriend. They, he, he had a girlfriend, and, like, if she listens to this <laughs> from an outside view, yeah. I think she'll be okay with this, but, I mean, nobody knows. No, um, no one knows who it is. It was, a, it, was, it was definitely yeah. she a relationship say, from, from the outside view. Yeah, definitely. But I understood. Yeah. So, yeah, so in high school, I, like, kind of dated other people, too, but. I didn't really pay attention to him. Right. Then in college, I don't think I had a single date. I never went out on a date. A lot of because I like no one. Yeah, but you. I wasn't like, interested in anyone. Right. Like zero people interested me, and I I I I, 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 I already had a friend, so it was like, 
that I talked to every day. So it's kind of like she she took up a lot of my time. Honestly, she takes up a lot of my time, which is which is fine, which is great. But so yeah, and like so I never dated in college, and then it's been her the whole time. So that's kind of cool. I'm, I don't think I've ever heard the whole story. That, that, whole, that I just told. That, yeah, the whole really? thing. No, I've never Probably heard that. Yeah, I don't think I've, I don't tell many people. And, and now I'm going to put this on the internet. <laughs> so the whole world does. The whole world can know. It's okay. Um, but it's, it's just super interesting because it's... I mean, I think similar stories are more common now with the internet and yeah, stuff. Yeah, with the social media and just internet. Yeah, Wi-Fi. Um, Connectability. Because it's just so much more possible than it used to be. Oh, yeah. this We've we've said this a couple... My fiancé and I have I've talked about this quite a few times, saying like, if if we didn't have the modes of communication that we have that we're using, like, there's no way this would have worked. Yeah, it'd be, I feel like, yeah, it'd be a huge disconnect. Yeah, it'd be crazy hard. Any questions for me? Any questions? Just that one. I was really curious about like what you thought of our conversations. If you if you heard them at all, or any more like heated conversations or. No, I don't. I never really noticed intense conversations. Yeah. I mean, I like you get in that. I would hear the conversation when you were talking about scriptures because you, yeah. like, I don't know, you get in like a. The you, tones right you hit. You get in a different tone, and it's just. I'm just like, well, how can I hear this, but I can't hear. Yeah, because I think our conversations have now become like almost ambient noise. Like you're just like you yeah, just and I mean out, like most of the time I have and you got headphones. And I feel like a lot of the time those those were like later at night. The morning. Also. Time. Yeah. Um, they're they're always late at night. Which I can hear those because I don't have headphones in. Yeah. Later at night. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting. This thing that sucks with uh, sharing a room, where sharing a wall with sharing somebody wall. is, uh, sometimes hear things. Yeah, and we just moved around. I feel like now that that door's uncovered, I can hear a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. I still have headphones on a lot. Yeah. No, I can definitely hear. I can hear you talking a lot. It's less muffled. So. I mean, we had like an actual conversation. What was it, Saturday? <laughs> we did, yeah. Between the... Through the wall. Through the wall. Yeah. That was funny. That was funny. Um, yeah, I think it's... Um, there's one thing I want to end on. Because I want to end on it because I don't know if I'll keep it in. Fair enough. Um... What do you think are the biggest changes that you you'd want to see in schools? Biggest, you've asked me this before. I've asked biggest you this changes. before. Biggest changes in schools. Ugh. Which school? Like, it, like there's I don't, so I don't many care. different demographics that. I mean, like whether like it's, each demographic needs a different. Whether it's college, high school, middle school. One thing that we've talked about. I don't this. I don't think this would be my number one, but but we we talk about uh, just what was it? It's like depression and suicide and, and mental health, I guess, which nowadays is a lot more prevalent. Mm-hmm. But we'd even mentioned like in my job, um, it's it, it can be heavy sometimes, and and my bosses always say like, hey, there's there's people out there like there's resources if you need help, if you're not feeling okay. And I feel like in colleges, they do that, but it's not 
it's not like as personal and I think we had mentioned I'd mentioned that if professors like as part of their syllabus or like even just like in random like classes during the semester just had a slide or something saying hey there are these resources email this person call this number go to this building and you can like there's help like so I, I didn't know the resources until last semester looking them up myself yeah I didn't know that it was free yeah because like at the University of Utah it's free um, I'm pretty sure you can get um, I mean I, I don't know exactly how it works and they have group sessions they have there there's a lot of things for our benefit oh, definitely um, I just yeah I, I do wish it was more vocalized yeah that's one thing and, and like we've definitely made leaps and bounds with mental health but making it more accessible which is definitely hard but I feel like I feel like what I'm asking is very simple like it takes two minutes of a lecture to or even less and I think it could benefit a lot of people especially at key points during the semester do you feel like it's less taboo yeah I mean if you look at memes nowadays like depression is it's joked about a lot but it's also very present like it's not as taboo like it's a joke but it's not like oh you have depression like I feel I feel like, weird yeah I feel like depression. it's very like, it's, it's a lot more out there definitely like I see a therapist yeah and I find it helpful um, I'm sure I could benefit from seeing a therapist. I think I think everybody could see, find benefit from a therapist. And yeah. I mean, there was a there was a guy that um, a podcast I was listening to where he's like, I I just don't see for me the purpose in this. I don't think you mm-hmm. could really help me. And like, yeah. I think it's it's a fair it's fair to say that for certain individuals it may not help, but. Yeah. I think it's it's just good to let it all out and see where things lie because I like I'm very bad at looking at my own life and saying like these are the things that are really bad and these are the things that are okay um whereas like talking through it it's like you can you can get into a path where you're like okay this is this is not good this is this is fine and this is best. Yeah, with someone who's not involved in, in that life. Like right. Having outsider perspective helps right. a ton. It, it's largely helpful. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things I'd change in schools. Which we've changed a lot already. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think that, that, that'll be the, the end. Um, okay. Do an outro. I'm... Tyler Chamberlain. Ryan Smith. Um, this has been the second episode of Not Your Average Bear podcast. Thank you for the for the one to one to five listeners that are listening. No, I'm kidding. There might be more. There might be less. There's I, I know for sure there's at least one listener and it's me because I'll <laughs> listen to the whole thing again. Um, but yeah, thank you for all that listen. And hope you have a good day, or night, or afternoon, whenever you listen to this. Bye.